Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, so this is kind of awkward. I know it's been about two months since our last recording. I uh, want to give a shout out to all the diehards out there that have just been waiting each week to see when we we're going to finally drop another episode. Me and me and Beef actually recorded something a couple of weeks ago, but it was honestly, it, it, it wasn't even a podcast. It was just me and him just kind of catching up and talking. So I decided just to keep those as some secret tapes that we're, we're going to allude to a few times in the episode. We do have all three of us back together at the same time since the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to just go over some overall landscape recap of across all sports. Uh, we get into some draft talk in the second segment. And then if you stick around, I know you guys love the game show. I think you guys are going to really like this week's game show. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the PBR Sports Pod, number 57. to bed especially on football nowadays they parted ways but still talk once a week so thanks for stopping in just to listen to us speak that and beef and rust discuss who's real and who's a fraud it's the pbr sports pod Okay, there we go. And we're just going to start off by saying, uh, Pat, welcome back from down off your high horse. Appreciate it. Uh, back down on earth, the oxygen's a little bit easier to breathe. I'm feeling good, ready to roll. Yeah. How many – you said you were, you were dipping – or you were zinning. A, 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 what's the unit of measurement on a zin? Um, I'm not really sure. You could call it a tin. It kind of looks like a tin, but it's just straight plastic. So yeah, I was gonna say it's plastic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to call it. Is it is it is it a uh, cylindrical? Yeah, but the top's not like any sort of metal. It's just plastic. I, I mean, mean, it's uh, a it's it, a can. It, it looks like yeah. a it looks like a can of like uh like mints. Yeah, none of nothing about the product is natural in any way. So yeah, it's just straight pl- plastic and beads of nicotine and pouches. Is like is yeah, it? Zins, zins should be measured in uh, Altoids. <laughs> okay. I just know my the uh, most the most knowledge up to five Altoids a day. <laughs> the most knowledge that I have of zins is every time that I would take a piss on campus, there'd be at least three zin pouches like that I was pissing on in the urinal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. College never, kids are addicted like, to you know, like, spitting their dip. Their... random spots. <laughs> But yeah, uh, beef. I didn't acknowledge your your presence. Welcome back. What's up, dude? What's you and, up? You and While me talking have... about nicotine. Just a little public service announcement for the listeners. I I'm in I'm in a position to where I think I Mrs. Beef actually told me I need to start dipping more <laughs> because I'm vaping too much. With disposable vapes. Yeah, I'm doubling up right now. Um, <laughs> these for the listeners. If you're if you're a dipper. Or quite honestly, even if you're just a light smoker and you're thinking about switching to a vape, maybe don't. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Totally don't. <laughs> because the convenience of it is so much it's it's so much more convenient that your your intake and like frequency of consumption is gonna skyrocket, dude. Yeah. I mean 
I've got this thing on me all the time and I can use it anywhere. I'm at the point now, if nobody's on the same aisle and I'm on a grocery store, I'm like, fuck it. Just ripping clouds, dude. I'm guessing that's the unit of measurement for a vape is how many clouds? Not with these kind. Not the kind me and Pat have. They don't really make clouds, but yeah, sure. Not just straight nicotine smoke. Is it more like a Maybe jewel? I, the only I, I have experience with jewels. I was I was ripping a, a jewel. These with are them. like super jewels. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, this thing this thing hits. Let me tell you. Hell yeah. I, having a dip in right now feels nice. Hell yeah. Well, speaking of Pat's, uh, if we want to transition into into some shows and movie shit, um, speaking of Pat's zinning time, I just got done watching the first season of Winning Time on HBO. Nice pun. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, Oscar nominated. It. Pretty good, though. That's an Oscar worthy uh, or uh, Emmy, Emmy worthy transition right there. Pat, yeah. you, you, Pat you, you said you haven't watched any of it? No, but I've heard it's good. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, I can't really talk about it much then. Other than, I mean, literally it was an history. I mean, it's an account of the 79-80 Lakers. So if you know anything about Magic yeah. and Bird, that's kind of the, the focal point around it is uh, it's centered around John C. Riley plays Jerry Buss, who, you know, the, the Buss family, they've owned the Lakers for like 50 years now. So it's all centered, or I guess 40 years, but it's centered around them. It's centered around the first season, like when he bought the Lakers and drafted Magic and the whole like Magic Bird thing. Kareem plays like a little bit of a part of it, but Kareem's not really like the the focal point. It's mostly around Jerry Buss and Magic. Are there any other notable actors besides John C. Riley? Um, yeah, but I can't think of his name. Uh, it's gonna just gonna drive me nuts. Isn't M? Wait, wasn't MGK in something like this recently? No, dude, I'm thinking of it's uh the dude that plays. And I'm drawing a blank on his fucking name too, because they literally made a rule about him. But it's Wood Wood Harris plays him. He's a player for the Lakers, and he, they literally, you know, who I'm talking about Wood Harris. Strong side. The actor. Yeah. Oh shit, let's go. Julius. Oh yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, Julius Campbell, the linebacker from. Oh no, I'm thinking the, you're talking the yeah yeah the one who doesn't end up parallel. Julius yeah. Julius, he's also in uh, the Wire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that dude's got yeah he's um he's um damn he's Avon Barksdale in the wire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's a good actor. He's really good. He's a really he's a really good actor in that show. He played God damn, I can't think of the guy's name. But anyway, he's the dude that he's like they, they named this rule after him, and it was the the whole idea of like going straight from high school to the NBA. He was the first that player was the first one to do that. Anyway, he's oh, okay. So yeah, good check out winning time. I'll go ahead and pass the I'll go ahead and pass the talking stick to whoever wants to talk about their show that they watched. Um, just straight baseball and hell uh, yeah, playoffs. Hell yeah, I'm a sports hard guy. nose. <laughs> yeah, respect. Um, not proud of this, but me and the misses watched the entirety of uh, Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real show. Oh, dude! So it's on Netflix, and it's 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 in Australia. Have I talked about this on here, Russ? You did with me, but I'm pretty sure that that's on the OnlyFans tapes. That was on the that was on the the the, the lost tape. Um, yeah, so I, I don't want to dive into this too much, but yeah, it's a hundred percent exploitation. Yeah, and um, it's Australian guys with autism, so they sound extra goofy, and Netflix just puts them on dates with other people with autism. 
and it's just 100% to exploit them. Like, it's under the ruse of we're teaching them social interaction, like they bring in coaches and stuff, but, I mean, goddamn, if it isn't just fucking hilarious. But <laughs> you'll feel bad. I feel bad laughing right now. Yeah. Yeah, you'll feel bad. You'll feel bad watching it at first, and then you'll develop a tolerance where you can make it through more than one episode without feeling a piece of shit. And then by the end of it, you have a favorite one. And you're like, man, I want him. Like, there's mm-hmm. this dude Michael on there. I, I wanted that guy to find love so bad. I mean, but it, it's, dude, it's bad. By the second season, yeah. they're like pairing off less autistic people so that their success rate is higher because the first season, they're all so violently autistic. They're like never going to find someone. I mean, they get, I don't want to give heavy love on the spectrum spoilers here, but I mean, I want, <laughs> I've watched no less than three hours of a severely autistic NASCAR fan and a girl with full-fledged Down syndrome, like, oh, fall in love, or whatever their version of that is. Hey, man, on some real shit, though, that's pretty fucking cool for them if it's all real. Hell yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's wild. That's a real show, though. Holy shit. Yeah, shame on Netflix. Well, apparently Netflix just dropped an American version, which I'm not going to watch. Dude, that's... Um, It's just junk food. Yeah. Well, it's junk... One of uh, one of her friends was telling us like, oh, if you guys watch that one, you should watch this one. But her her friend's complaint was literally, she goes, yeah, the American ones, they're not as um, fuck. What's the how did she put it? She said they're just basically not autistic enough. Like they're like they're uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I don't know the word. You know what? I'm not a fucking doctor. There's no non offense. We're going down. We're going down a bad road. A lot of these dates are spent at Comic Con. I'm not kidding. There's like four episodes in a row where they're like, would you like to go to Comic-Con? I heard that the girl from Gilligan's Island is going to be there. I'd like to get her autograph. (laughs) That's pretty sick, yeah. (laughs) At one point, dude, the the guy Michael is on a date with this chick, and she doesn't want to go see the Gilligan's Island thing, but his autistic priorities are Gilligan's Island. So he's like, well... Nice knowing you. It's <laughs> like abandons his date to go meet this lady from Gilligan's Damn. Island. Respect. Gotta know your shows out there. Shows before hoes, man. That's what's up. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Um, the only thing that I could compare that to, as far as like guilty, like, like as far as that arc of how you were feeling watching that, is do you guys ever like watch True Life growing up back when that was like a big show on MTV? No, I didn't watch that. I watched uh, occasionally that one show, uh, like Malibu or something, I think it's called. I forgot what it's called, but it's where uh, all those Christian Cavallari was on it. Oh, Oh, that's Laguna Beach, yeah. Mostly just because I was like 10 years old, and I was like, oh, this chick's a rocket. Like, yeah, let's keep it on this. I'm a big fan of this show. Yeah, Lauren's obsessed with with Laguna Beach. Her, I, I don't know why they tried to do this. But her and her friend tried to be Lauren Conrad and Kristen Cavallari for Halloween last year. Yeah, that's a losing battle. That's a that's a that's an outfit thing yeah. nobody's gonna get. Yeah, and I well I was with them as as Kodiak Red slash Fly Soldier. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, um. But anyway, the the true life thing. There was there's a few episodes of people with like disabilities and stuff, but there was one that that stuck out. It's like the goat true life, and it's true life. I have I have Tourette's syndrome, and 
it's kind of the same thing. You start off, you're laughing, you're like, oh my God, this is fucking hilarious. These people are out of their minds. And then you, then it's like, oh shit, this is like a real, a real thing. And then by the end, you're, you're like rooting for them. Did you ever, you guys ever watch Tourette's guy on YouTube back in the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. That was an yeah, original that was, guy. Yeah. yeah. It was hilarious. Pissing my ass. My buddies, I haven't talked Bob to Sagan. my buddies in a while. And he was like a buddy of mine from high school. And we were big Tourette's guys fans. And he just randomly texts me. He's like, yo, check this out. This dude's an admin on a Tourette's guy Facebook fan page. Like right now? Yeah. Like 15 right years now, later? Yeah. yeah. Like right now. He texted me that like yeah. a few months ago. Like, holy shit, dude. That's so funny. Fuck yeah, bro. Get that name, Im- name, Im- NIL deal. Let's just call it NIL. Yeah. Name image likeness is too hard to say for me for some reason. Um, the only other thing. Before we transition into a little bit of sports talk, is uh, beef. I don't want. I don't want to dive into this or give spoilers because I'm sure there's a lot of people that haven't watched it. But yeah, the Batman was a, a great recommendation. Great fucking movie. I haven't actually finished it yet. But yeah, I'm, rules. I'm like two and a half hours in right now, so I'm, I'm almost done. How long is it? It's like three hours. Yeah, it's long, dude. <laughs> is it on like? I'm assuming it's not it, Netflix. It's on the home. It's on the home it's box on, office. Yeah. It's on the home box office uh, maximum application. Yeah. That. I'm gonna have to watch. Although, that. if it is still in theaters anywhere, it's definitely a. I don't know. For me, I'm a theater nerd, but you know, like I thought it was worth seeing in theaters. The scene, Russ, you definitely made it to the Batmobile scene because you're oh, that yeah. far in. Oh yeah, that shit in theaters, mm-hmm. ripped, dude. Dude, that I had the. I had the just, bro, I had all the lights off. I had the TV cranked up, bro. It was. It was. I. I made it as yeah. theatery as I could, at home, on my home box office app. Yeah. It shakes. The, it shook the theater, dude. The seats were vibrating when that thing fired up. Yeah, when he's when he comes through, and yeah, it, yeah, that was sick. Yeah, it rules. It rules. <laughs> it does. Um, but yeah, I figured I, I, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring this up. We brought it up on the lost tapes. But Pat, holy fucking shit, dude! Absolute heater through the what? Uh, NCAA tournament, the Masters. Oh yeah. And then now you've been squatting on the Celtics take. So we'll see how the Celtics take pans out. The Celtics are going to win the finals. I'm pretty confident in that. Um, I did think the Bucs were going to win the finals, but without Chris Middleton, they were they had no scoring ability other than Giannis. Drew is not really a scorer. And Grayson Allen went ice cold in the playoffs after the Bulls series. I mean, it was it was pretty painful to watch. The Bucs are the better team, but the Celtics – I mean, the Bucs are the best team in the NBA when healthy. But the Celtics beat them. I think the Celtics are going to win the finals. Obviously, it's going to be the Warriors uh, versus the Celtics. We'll see uh, <clears throat> how that goes. But, I mean, the, the Heat's they're frauds. I'm glad you said that because I'm actually I'm taking the Warriors to win it all. I should put my future in, actually, just to plant my flag. Yeah. I mean, they're good. The issue I can see with the Celtics is, like, if Robert Williams isn't healthy, they're not going to win. But Robert Williams is way underrated. That guy's a phenomenal basketball player. No, he's an animal, dude. Also, I played basketball. <clears throat> I've watched so much basketball recently. And in the past few years, i watched a shit ton of basketball where I'm pretty knowledgeable on the game. But playing it, I'm absolutely horrible. <laughs> I played a couple of weeks ago. I went like 0 for 8 from the field and was just trash on the court. Can't I basically can't dribble. That reminds me of two yeah, things. Yeah, you know what that makes you, though? A coach. That makes you a coach. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I need to start put my Coach K hat on. Let's go. 
No, you need a, suit, a full suit and tie, dude. Yeah, Jay Wright, that'd Jay Wright, that shit. That'd be a baller move to show up to the gym when it's just like open gym and just with a suit and a tie on, start calling up plays. And yeah, make sure you have like a ball. crumpled up, a crumpled up piece of paper, <laughs> and just yeah. smack that crumpled up piece of paper like you like you're like you're watching the horsies like take turn four. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, overall the the, pl- the playoffs overall have kind of sucked so far. Yeah, they've been terrible. I've watched like a lot of the games. <clears throat> well, I've watched the first half of a lot of the games, and I've just been like this. Like the game last night, it was over after like three minutes. It was horrible. It was one of the worst basketball games of all time. Yeah. Beef, any I don't comment? know if you guys have noticed this, but even basketball Twitter has been coming out and saying, like, yeah, I'm watching hockey. Dude, the <laughs> like, hockey games have I'm been big, good. Like, well, guys that I know that are big basketball guys are coming out and they're being like, yeah, NHL is more fun right now. I mean, that's yeah. that's accurate. but Yeah, dude, the series is like, dude, what was it? The first round, like six out of the eight series went to game seven. Yeah, Pat, are you yeah, work on that? Going on. I watched. I actually watched uh, one of the Blues games this this uh, series or this past series because they lost last night. I watched the game when Bennington got hurt. And I was mm-hmm. wearing my Blues hat. Yeah, I don't know. That was a dirty play, in my opinion. I thought it was too. I don't know much about hockey, but I thought it was a dirty play. Well, yeah, he was charging the net, and then he got hit directly. Yeah. Bennington. Without without Bennington, too, the Blues are completely fucked. Well, the thing is, Bennington didn't even start most of the year. This other guy started most of the year, but Bennington's much more clutch. I mean, he's one of the most clutch goalies of all time. That guy came out of nowhere when they won the Cup. No, literally, it was like the Blues were in last place, and then they, they brought Bennington up from the fucking the, their farm system. And then I think the stat was like he, he, he won like 90 fucking percent of games, and then in the playoffs, he, like, he didn't lose back-to-back games like the entire fucking playoffs. Or some shit. Yeah. Great tendy. Great tendy. Don't touch him. <laughs> well, for all of our listeners that are gambling fans slash addicts out there, uh, Pat, you, you can't miss right now. You've already picked Boston to win the NBA Finals. Who's hoisting the Stanley Cup? Um, I mean, I haven't watched very much of it. I have little knowledge of the NHL. It doesn't so matter. Dude. You can't miss. You can't miss. I, I think the Lightning's going to win. I think the light. I like that, dude. Yeah. I put a future in on the Avs before the playoffs started. Yeah, that it's going to be fucking three feet. A fucking three feet for Tampa would feel nice. Or wait, are the Avs playing the Lightning this series? I think they are. No, they're playing the Blues. They're up three one on the Blues right now. No, the series is over. It's a five game series. I thought it was only what? What are you talking about? I'm almost positive the series is over. It ended last night. Why would it be? I don't think you're – there's no way because the, the first round w- w- was seven games. I can't imagine that they would drop it to five games for the second round. Uh, yeah, you might be right. I thought it was five games. But, I mean, the series is over. It's okay <laughs> because you don't you, – the, the, the point is is that you have you, – you've been on this heater of takes lately. So, you don't need to know how many games are being played. You just need to know who's going to win them. Yeah. And Pat says the Lightning – so it's it's been said, it's been done, it's out there now, it's happening. There it is. Yeah, definitely. We've all just showed our ass on how much we know about sports that aren't football. 
Yeah. Definitely a seven game series. Good call. Yeah. Let's um, let's pivot to a sport that uh, let's pivot to a sport that two out of the three of us know much more about, and that's golf. Because you also called yeah, you also called Scotty Sche- Scotty Scheffler well before the Masters started. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, he was playing phenomenal golf. He's a great player. Also, I didn't I didn't know anything about him as a person until after he won the Masters. Apparently, he's a harder religious guy, which is I probably wouldn't be his best friend. But if he's a great golfer and wins me, that's that's cool. Yeah, um, I have a new I have a new favorite professional athlete too. So if you if you win me money. Like my favorite, my favorite NFL player is probably Jacoby Brissett, just because I bet on him for first touchdown multiple times, and he was like long shot odds. So Jacoby Brissett will always hold a special place in my heart. But that's this, a sentence that nobody's ever said out loud. This last week, no, that's not true. My I bet favorite a NFL lot of, pay, my favorite NFL player, Jacoby Brissett. That's not true. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of NC State fans out there that I'm sure that Jacoby Brissett's their favorite player. Not a chance. Um. But I have a new favorite professional athlete, and that's Justin Thomas. Oh, dude, I hate Justin Thomas. I actually he's my least favorite golfer. I despise JT. He does seem like he has like a very like hittable face. Yeah, monster hittable face. Watch some tape. All golfers have a hittable face. I'm gonna strike that yeah, on the record. Because... Yeah, other than Tiger, other than Tiger. That's, no, Tiger's Ricky Fowler. Dude, face. how I could mean, you how could you look at Ricky Fowler? At with a golf club. Bro, how could you look look at Ricky Fowl Ricky Fowler and want to do anything but like go smoke a blunt with that guy? I don't know what he looks like, but he plays golf. So I imagine he's wearing a visor and a striped shirt. I'd punch that guy in the mouth. He he's, he wears uh, colorful clothes. That's what he's known for. He wears that's what like all golfers are known shirt. for: dressing like fucking jerk offs. Yeah, that's what JT does. He. Yeah, I mean, JT, I watched, like, some video montage of his win today for whatever reason. I, I was, like, some self-torture. And whenever he's talking to his caddy, it just sounds like he's bitching. I'm like, dude, what the fuck, dude? You're, he sounds like he's bitching on the course about, oh, yeah, there's so much wind. You're like, yeah, dude, you're outside on a golf course. <laughs> I mean, what you expect here? Yeah, also, your caddy is closer to your butler than your therapist, yeah. so why don't you get your head back in the fucking game? <laughs> I guess I, I guess it's just up to me to be the JT de, the JT defender here, but yeah, basically I had the I had the hottest take of my life. I've never won a I don't think I've ever won a bet before that was more than like plus fifteen hundred odds, and I put a I put a bet at the beginning of the day on Sunday for JT to win the PGA on Sunday, and he was like plus I think it was like plus twenty six hundred. Holy shit! Hold on, hold on. So DJ was just up, and they're playing the Cardinals. And I was like, fuck, I'm kind of broken up what I want him to do here. He just hit a three-run bomb into Big Backland in St. Louis. Really? Upper deck? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, big, yeah. Upper deck left left field. Yeah. Yeah. I should I should know that. I was just there. I also kind of buried the lead that I went on like a pretty big road trip over the last like week or so before I got back to work. Sorry, Russ. Sorry, Russ. I was pumped up there. No, you're good. You're good. I'll digress on the JT thing. He won me a bunch of money, came back from a big, a big lead, hot take, end of story. Just sucking myself off on a on a bet. I know everyone loves to hear about other people's bets. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, who are you guys taking in the first round of your fantasy or fantasy draft this year? <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of which, we gotta uh oh also we need to switch over to the sleeper app. We can talk more about that off the air though. That's not that's not really yes. on, that's not really on the air talk. Um, that got me hard though. I'm, I'm into that. 
Well, good. Well, it's going to take a while to buffer, so you might be able to take take care of that while we're on the break too. Um, but yeah, I went on a I went on a little bit of a road trip. I tried to I tried to tour a bunch of ballparks and shit, but like everyone everyone's like under like construct. I guess like on the off season, like every NFL stadium and ballpark does fucking construction and like never does tours. So I took a lot of pictures outside of stadiums. Went to Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> ate Skyline, massive Skyline guy now. Yeah. Have you? Have you? I know Pat has beef. Have you? No, it looks terrible. I've never been to the restaurant though. I've only had it in like the can. That's wild that you're a Skyline guy and I've only had it in the can. At the restaurant, I was blown away. It was. I've never seen anything it like comes it. Comes in a can. Yeah, you can get it at some stores. Like Kroger stores has them. All right. Yeah, we um, definitely don't have Krogers, but anyway. Is there well, some reason I couldn't just make this thing at my house? You need like a bag of cheese. Yeah, I got also like I have a fridge. Like <laughs> you, you need you need to get like the the actual like what Pat said. You need to get like the actual can of Scott, like the specific Skyline chili though. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably not going to do that. Yeah, it's actually just don't. I'm just not, not going to blame you. <laughs> if you're ever, I mean, I, I know nothing about Skyline chili, and I've already moved it like on my mental like. Uh, periodic table of foods. It's right next to like spam. No, dude. I'm telling you, if 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 we were to like, if we were to do a do over of like fast food bracket, it would make a run for me for sure. Holy shit! It would get fucking beat down by Chipotle, dude. I tell, but there, I don't know. There's something about it, if if I had it like easy access, I probably wouldn't do it more than a couple times a year. But the novelty of it was through the roof. Never seen anything like oh, that. Oh, speaking before. of fast food bracket, the uh, honorable mention on that bracket, you made your pilgrimage to Waffle House. So, oh yeah, um, I'm glad you got to observe your birthright. Every year, actually, I might do it twice this year because I'm going to go to Kansas City later this summer for training camp. So I'll probably hit up a hit up a Waffle House down there. I don't know. The Waffle Houses in Missouri hit different though. They're just they're they're not as good. Where'd you hit Waffle House? Tennessee. Yeah. I bet that's a – say something nice about Tennessee, which I don't ever do. I bet they have a decent Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine, like, if there's a Waffle House in, like, downtown Nashville, that place probably gets a shit ton of business. There is no Waffle House in downtown Nashville. That's a missed opportunity. <laughs> they get All the fat white women running around, they, there's, they oh need a Waffle House. Yeah. Dude, they get plenty of business in downtown Nashville, no matter where you're at. Yeah, I mean – Waffle the, the waitresses at the Waffle House got to earn a living too, dude. Yeah, so yeah, that's a fact. Oh yeah. Speaking of statements, oh, well, I'm going to be making a, an appearance at a, a very historic monument next week, and I'm very excited about. I'll be attending Notre. I'll be at Notre Dame next week, and I'm gonna make the first thing I'm gonna do when I get there. We're going to France. <laughs> Notre Dame University. We're really you're, you're thinking yeah. of Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah, spelled the same. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the stadium, go to Touchdown Jesus. I mean, the amount of selfies I'm going to take next week is going to be in the thousands. And my goal at one point is to have multiple people chanting Rudy while I'm running on the field. I mean, that'd be unreal. Patty. Patty. <laughs> Make sure you... Uh, I mean, in reality, here's what's going to happen, dude. Like... <laughs> 
you're going to end up in the same position as all the guys who go to Philly and go and run up the steps, <laughs> thinking that they're going to have the Rocky moment. But they're going to look to their left and their right and see other guys in a sweatshirt also doing the same thing. <laughs> There's probably a line set up like, yeah, come on, have your Rudy moment. Step right here. We'll pump in the audio. <laughs> There's like a group of people who will carry you off the field if you pay them. I would definitely pay that fee. That's hilarious. That's yeah, kind of- there's probably a chair with a green screen behind it of a bunch of hands that you can sit in. Or if they let you stand on the stool and you can get the Rudy speech, I mean, oh. I, I mean, if you they- donate enough money to the parish, you can do whatever the fuck you want. On yeah, oh, yeah, so. sure. Yeah, they let me do the fucking God knows what in there. But, uh, yeah, you just got to be willing to fund international pedophilia by yeah, exactly. money to the Catholic Church. But at the cost of having a Rudy moment, I mean, fair is fair, I guess. <laughs> I'd say it's worth it. No doubt. Yeah. If you go to uh, – have, have either of you guys ever been to Foxborough? No. If it's They do something like semi-similar except it's kind of a letdown. But So when you go to the – when you go to like the Patriots like Hall of Fame thing at, at Gillette – they you, you pay you pay for everything downstairs and then you go up an elevator and when the elevator opens up you're like you're like in the tunnel like you're coming out for a game and like every like 30 seconds or whenever the elevator opens up they start playing crazy train just like they do when the patriots t- take the field and then you hear like you hear like a bunch of like past like Vrabel and like Willie McGinnis and like all these like old patriots like like hy- hyping you up and stuff and you like run out the tunnel and it's like the the smoke comes out for a second but then when you do that, there's just like some greeter there that's like, hi, welcome to the Patriots Hall of Fame and Museum. Like, here's this and there's that. <laughs> but yeah, that's what, that's what that reminded me of. Um, we need to hit a break, though. Do you guys want to do uh, – I guess we, we can talk about it on break, but we got a we got game show and we've got a little NFL talk to get to. We should, we should do NFL. We should jump in and – Hey, I'm totally clear down. The, yeah, I think that's a good yeah. call. All right. We're live. Thanks, thanks, Bongos. We love you, Bongos. Pat's ripping beer, and we're ripping through the NFL now. Um, so we're at that time of year where there's really nothing like nothing crazy has happened in the NFL. Um, like lately, it's all like, oh, such and such didn't show up to OTAs, and it's like, well, yeah, well, they don't need to go to fucking OTAs. They're an established veteran. We do. We did have a crazy. Before we get to NFL, we need to fucking touch on this on this Jimbo, the Jimbo and Nick Saban saga. Yeah, that's pretty. Wild. Yeah. Okay. Before we start, are either of you even kind of on Team Saban here? No. No, yeah. it was a total, me total, total bitch <laughs> move. Total bitch move by Saban. Well, what were Saban's original comments? I never saw his original comments. I only saw Jimbo's reaction. Dude, well, he came He came at uh, Jimbo. He came at Jimbo Fisher, and he came at uh, Deion Sanders. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about these schools. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, like, it's really just kind of a shame. Like, these schools are – and he started quoting prices, and he was like, yeah, like – Jackson State spent a million dollars on an all-star recruit. And, you know, I know for a fact Jimbo Fisher spent all this money getting these guys to commit to his school. And he's bitching about it publicly. Which, one, I mean, to come at – if you're going to do that kind of shit talking, coming at Jimbo is really funny because, like, 
You got oh no, it wasn't just Jimbo Fisher. It was also um Dion. Lane Kiffin. Oh. Oh yeah, I saw Lane got like Lane was supposed to go on like some serious X, serious XM show, and then the SEC president was like, "Yeah, no, you're not doing that." Well, what's wild is to come after a guy that used to work for you, who knows. And in the interview with Lane Kiffin, he's basically like, "Yeah, you guys want to hear some dirt? I got dirt on Saban." Um, my takeaway from this is, you don't get to bitch that everybody is allowed to spend money to get players to their schools now when you've been doing it forever now just everybody else can do it also so right well, tough titties i guess like it's fucking wild to bitch about that especially when it's not like they had a bad year dude like you guys did just fine by, by alabama standards they had a pretty bad year dude they, they didn't win the national title oh i'm so fucking sorry you know like it, it, I, i'm sure your recruit class is really hurting because of that yeah, bro, they were number two to Texas A&M. But the Dion yeah, whatever, thing, dude. nobody – first of all, no booster at Jackson State paid a million dollars. That was bar, Barstool bought uh, what's-his-nuts. Yeah. Without yeah, I'm a sure dog. it was easy for that kid. I mean, that dude who went to Jackson State, it was sure. also a decent football decision. Your competition is not going to be as good, but your coach is arguably like the best cornerback of all time. Well, hey, remind me, too, how many times uh, Alabama's going to play Jackson State in the next 10 years? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, what the fuck do you even care? He's just mad, dude. He's mad that everybody else gets to do what he's been doing forever. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know why he doesn't on. just pull just pull, pull a Coach K in a, in a Jay Wright and just say, you know what, I don't want to figure out this NIL shit. I'm, I'm out. He doesn't even need to be out. Alabama's still going to be good. He just needs to say nothing about it. Because all it does is draw attention to the fact that he was doing it before it was okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. I think we're all on the same page here, which is kind of lame. The massive pitch move. He looks like a huge pussy. Yeah. Well, also, when he does retire, when he's done with football, when he's 138 years old, he will be remembered as the greatest college football coach of all time. Shut the fuck up. Don't do anything to fuck. Like, dude, you would never hear Bill Belichick bitch about a rule change or about an advantage that another team had. You would never hear that. No, because Bill Bill's just like he's got his nose to the grindstone trying to figure out how I can use this rule change to benefit me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why Bill teaches or coaches professionals and Nick Saban coaches amateurs. That's because he's an amateur coach. He couldn't succeed in the NFL. Yeah. Nick Saban truther. <laughs> um. Where the fuck was I going to go with this? I was going to pivot to – oh, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about NFL schedules or do you want to talk about draft? I want to talk about draft. I also – I mean, while we're just talking gossip, I do want to touch on the Dwayne Haskins thing a little bit. Yeah, thank, yeah, go. I mean, all right. So, yeah, everybody remembers uh, Dwayne Haskins tragically was killed, got hit by a car. In Miami, uh, how long ago now was that? Two, three months ago? Like a month ago or some shit, yeah. Um, Also, I mean, the report was he got hit by a car. He got hit by a dump truck and then two other cars. Whoa. Um, Which is what happens when you're walking down the interstate, which you don't do. Um, Yeah, you just don't do that. We talked about this a little bit on the... uh, 
the the secret podcast that never got released. But like, yeah, yeah public people. safety announcement: don't don't fucking walk down the interstate because you will get killed. Like straight up, people aren't paying attention, especially the on five ninety five in between Fort Lauderdale and Miami. Like two of like the biggest metro, like one of the biggest metro areas in the fucking country. Yeah, one of the, some of the worst drivers in America. And when it came out, I mean, Schefter got reamed as he should have because Schefter's tweet was announcing his death while also being like, "Yeah, he sucked." Basically, like, uh, why is Schefter, which we talked about, at all involved with the NFL? I'm not a Schefter guy, obviously. I've- yeah, no, the the entire we we mentioned this on the the lost episode. Uh, yeah, we're all anti Schefter, like pretty deep at this point. But now, Twitter's in an uproar over. People shitting on the uh, – so the reports have come now after the autopsy that Dwayne Haskins was not, in fact, just taking a morning jog down the interstate. Uh, it was that he was at a bar, went home with some girl, uh, or was taking her home, ran out of gas. His blood alcohol was 0.24 or something like that, which is three times the legal limit, and he's a massive dude. Uh, and he also tested positive for ketamine and a couple other things. Um, there. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He was walking down the freeway that early in the morning because he'd been partying all night. He was fucked up. Everybody's getting mad at, you know, even mentioning something like that. It's like, well, I don't know. I'm not shitting on the guy. Color me unfucking surprised because the reason he fell in the draft is be- the reason he fell in the draft is because he had a history of being kind of a shithead. I mean, we've talked about this on here. The motherfucker charged tickets to his draft party at, what was it, at a bowling alley or whatever? He was at a bowling alley in Maryland. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a shithead, dude. It lost him a starting role in the NFL. He was lucky to still be on a team. And then he went out and partied and got run over by several large vehicles. You know, that sucks. I'm not... And it's like, and like we said, the the only more likely place to get hit in, in a situation like that would be like driving in like upstate or like doing that in like upstate New York in the wintertime. Yeah. I'm not saying I wished anything ill, es- on especially the after a big Syracuse win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you do kind of get what you get walking down a freeway early in the morning in Miami, drunk and high. Like it's, it's unfortunate. He was very talented in college, but yeah. Yeah. So, banger. also shout out to his wife for not dragging him for being with that other woman. She's the one who's coming out and being like, "Guys, respect our privacy." It's like, all right, we all know you're salty. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot he's well, didn't yeah. wasn't there like a thing that like she like she didn't he like file a thing saying like she beat him? Wasn't that a I don't thing? Remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was like out the. If look. he did, I'm gonna go ahead and call that bullshit too because he's a unit. But yeah, I don't know. Like, well, like, there's five or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, draft draft stuff. I wanted to get your take, Beef, because I haven't actually spoken to you since the draft. I don't think. And dude, where where are we at with the Trayvon Walker pick? So we talked on the last episode right before the draft, and I said I'd be really upset if we took Trayvon Walker. Um, but now you drink the Kool-Aid. Since then, I've obviously totally red pilled. <laughs> and I'm all in on Trayvon Walker. Um, I love seeing uh, Twitter's going rampant with side by side photos of him, him and Hutchinson. And I mean, Trayvon's obviously a unit of a man, yeah. <laughs> and Hutchinson's not. 
Um, I thought Hutch was the safe pick. You know, hey, we went with Trayvon Walker. The, the, essentially what the Jaguars did was in, in a time where the fan base is furious with the entire management uh, and wants the heads of everybody, instead of taking the ultimate safe maneuver in Aiden Hutchinson, they said, let's roll the dice and hope Trayvon Walker is Khalil Mack. Which is what, I mean, based on what I've already seen in OTAs and just film of him coming out there and like how they've talked about how they want to move him around, that's what they want. They want Trayvon to be Khalil Mack. Um, my only option now is to just say firmly that he is not only the next, but he's better than Khalil Mack. Um, I know, yeah, Pat, I, I, I know, I know, I know Pat likes that take. I like that take. No, I think Trayvon Walker was the right pick, actually. Aiden, oh, Aiden, okay. I mean, if you want to compare their stats, yeah, whatever. Aiden Hudson only had one good year in college. He was only good his last year in college. That's a fact. And Trayvon Walker's, a, I mean, this guy's a freak athlete. Look at DK. He fell in the draft, and they just picked him because he was freakishly athletic. I mean, you got to get right. freak athletes in there. Aiden Hutchinson, yeah, I'm sure he's a great athlete. I'm sure he's a much better athlete than I am. But Trayvon Hop Walker is like a once-in-a-generation type guy, that athletic. You've got to get him on your squad. The unit. And I, and I hope that he's great. I was much more happy in the draft with uh, our linebacker pickups. Love the Devin Lloyd pickup. Um, I like that pick, too. Yeah. For sure. I like Chad, uh, Chad Muma. He, he reminds me of um, Pizlozny? Bad Castle a little bit. Oh. No. No. <laughs> I thought you were say they finally replaced Puzlesny. Yeah, he's not quite jacked enough to be a new Puzlesny. But, um, yeah, I have very high hopes from what I've seen out of the Jags. Yeah, and then you, season, you know. The, the Jags, I thought they made the best of – they didn't really have a lot of picks, but I thought they made the best of it. I was pretty satisfied. Other than I, I'm, I'm, I'm not crazy about the Trayvon Walker pick. But I do respect the idea of, like, you got your guy, you go get your fucking guy. Ignore what the the draft boards and what Mel Kuyper is saying. Right. Ignore all that shit. You got your guy. So it's like you just got to trust and say what you want about Balky, I guess. I don't know. He's been the GM for – this is what, his third year as the GM now, second year? Second year as the full actual GM. Yeah. So, I don't know. Time will tell, I guess. Also, Balky's making a come up right now. He went on a little personal PR tour this last weekend. <laughs> oh, have you seen this, Pat? No, that's pretty funny. He did that though. behind behind the makeup. He, no, Trent Balky's just been going around getting hammered at the bars on the weekend, oh, like with fans. Good for him. Like a bunch of, I've been seeing all over the place pictures of guys posting drunk selfies with Trent Baalke. And they're like, yo, this guy's not so bad, dude. This guy rules. I totally. <laughs> it's the same thing. He's just playing the Blake Portals playbook of like, oh, I'm not doing so well. So let me go buy some, some Bud Lights for the boys and see if they change their mind. And that's all it takes to sway the opinion of Jacksonville diehards. I totally see what. Outside of the Shim Sham would love to would love to rip a dart with uh, Trent Balky at Shim Sham. Well, he was doing it at Lemon Bar, which famously is where Blake oh, Portals uh, knocked up the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get why he liked Urban Meyer now. I mean, I my my hate for Urban Meyer has just grown exponentially um, over the past months. But yeah, we can pivot to the pack. Pat, how we how how we feeling about the Packers draft? 
Yeah, I mean, it was actually a pretty good draft. The defense is going to be incredibly good next year, although we lost 13-10 to 10 in the playoffs. Uh, so we kind of needed some offense. But Christian Watson <laughs> could be good. Yeah, our receiving core is a problem. I'm not really sure what we're going to do with that. I also just want to point out real quick that you know, the, in that game, the defense gave up literally zero points. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah fully aware I was there. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Tough to say what the pack's going to do. I actually have a pretty good good idea what the pack's going to do. We're going historically. They're probably going to play really well during the regular season and then uh, lose in the playoffs. Well, Aaron Rodgers literally might not throw the ball next year. So I think what we're going to see is um, Aaron, A.J. Dillon is the true like RB1, like receiving all the most of the carries, but Aaron Jones is going to be getting passed to like, quite a bit, probably – He'll probably be like either number one or number two target guy on the team next year. I could totally see them like Bobby Tunyon comes back and they just run like a fuck ton of like 22 personnel and get like Dylan and Jones out there at the same time and run, run a two tight end set. Go back yeah, to like, si- go back to like sixties Packer, like I formation type shit. That'd actually be pretty sick to watch. Yeah. I want to be shocked if we saw that. Cause what Laz- is Lazard the one Christian Watson? Oh, no, Lazard's oh. not going to be the one. Anyone who says, I've seen like people on Twitter be like, oh, yeah, Lazard's the number one. No, he's not. No one thinks he's going to be the number one receiver. If you actually Who's the number him. one, then? They'll Christian. probably have Christian Watson as number one. Um, it's risky. Lazard's not that guy. He's not a He's not a number one receiver. He was on the team for his blocking ability. Then he had like one good game or a couple good games towards the end of the season. Yeah, he's not a number one guy. That's uh, not what Lazard is. We've got, we've got a major problem at the receiving. But we also have Aaron Rodgers, so that helps out quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. The Packers the Packers had a shit ton of picks, but all of them were like late rounds, so I didn't really write a ton of them down. The only other one that I even wrote down was they got Sean Ryan out of UCLA, a, a guard. In the, yeah, they're pretty good at picking offensive linemen, so I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, it just seems like UCLA just doesn't seem like an offensive line school. No, it doesn't. Think about it, the fact he came out of UCLA and he's a late round guy, that guy might be that guy's gonna be all pro. Well, he was third I mean, I mean he was third round. <laughs> yeah, that guy's gonna be an unbelievable offensive <laughs> He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's gonna wear number what, like ninety nine, represent all the guys that were picked ahead of him. Um Yeah, yeah. I mean right. he's gonna fit right in, beef him up a little bit and Scotty, get him some curds. Yeah. Speaking of Scotty, one of the Chiefs pick one of the Chiefs picks that I wrote down. They're their only third round pick. They got Leo Chanel out of Scani, which I was pretty stoked about that. I thought he kind of flew yeah. under flew un, under the radar as far as linebackers went. Maybe that's just because I'm a I'm a Big Ten guy. So I've watched a lot of Big Ten games and I've, I've heard his name a bunch. And I, if you hear a guy's name a bunch, you're just like, oh, he must be good because I've I've heard his name. Yeah, he should be good. Yeah, the Chiefs though, I didn't. I thought they were going to go receiver to replace Tyree Kill, and then in in the first round they traded up with the Patriots to go get uh, Trent McDuffie, who, like, the name – it was one of those things where, like, I had heard of Trent McDuffie, and I was like, he played at Washington. So, like, my mind – I immediately had, like, PTSD about the Marcus Peters pick. So I was like, oh, fuck. And then I'm like, okay, that, it, just because he's a cornerback at Washington doesn't mean this guy is Marcus Peters. Also, Marcus Peters balled out as a chief, even though I, I don't like the guy as a person. And then uh, – Also Washington cornerback. Uh, What's that? Kevin King was also a Washington quarterback. That's a fact. Quarterback. 
Um, and then I like the uh, the George Karloftis pick at the very end of the first round. I thought that was kind of a steal. Um, he's part of that like second group of pass. He wasn't like one of the the, the Trayvon Walker, Aiden Hutchinson type, but he's like you know the next tier down, I guess. And then my favorite part of the draft was definitely the Sky Moore pick in the second round. I wanted them. If anything, I was thinking like trade up in the first round to go get Sky Moore while he's available. So the fact that they got him in the second round, Pat, you and me were literally like on the phone when they picked yeah. Sky Moore, and you were like, "Oh, you're about to be so hard right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that was a good pick. I actually know nothing about Sky Moore. I've never seen a single play from him. I just think it's a good name for a wide receiver. Well, and then you also associate back to the, the the Marcus Peters comp, right? You always associate like position and school. So like when I think of receiver Western Kentucky, I think of Corey Davis, and I'm like. Fuck yeah! If we got a guy that if we got a Corey Davis type on a rookie contract, hell yeah. Um. Yeah, the Chiefs are the absolute kings of like getting receiving talent that the rest of the league is just like either sleeping on or doesn't give a fuck about, and then making them into good receivers. It, it honestly is irritating. Yeah, well, you can make the argument. Oh, no, it, the argument's a little bit different. But the whole, like, Aaron Rodgers, like, he's only thrown a touchdown pass to, like, one first-round pick, and that was Mercedes Lewis. The only the – Who only, is the last remaining player from his draft class in the NFL? Well, that, that's been true. Pass in the uh, playoffs last year, dropped a huge pass. We could have used that first down big time. Hasn't – also, Beef, hasn't that stat been true for, like, five years now? No, it was um Is it cuz what's his name from What's his name from the Ravens? Sam retired. Sam Cook. Yeah. Isn't that a country singer? Also <laughs> probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, um what do you guys, do you guys have any faith in any uh or I guess broader broader spectrum here like the quarterback market, I know we're going to talk about this probably more in the coming weeks, but like the quarterback carousel, as we refer to it every year, I mean, the, the only big name change coming out of the draft is Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh, which, I mean, they had the big emotional moment because he wanted to be in Pittsburgh, but we'll see. I mean, it, it feels like one of those things. I'm not super big on Pickett, but can we, I mean, it's, just Tomlin's never had a losing season, so we'll fucking see how that goes. But can I can I say something real quick? Mnemonically, because I've always thought of it as like the coaching carousel, because coaches will go round and round. I I think of a the, the quarterback pool as more like a pinball machine. All right, is that fair? Can we start calling I it guess, the, the right, however you want to? Whatever nickname you want to throw on. I just see it as like you pull the thing, you shoot the quarterback out there, and then it feels like there's like. 17 different fucking teams that people like ping, 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 like, like it shoots around and hits all the fucking little bumpers and shit. And then eventually it, it, it comes down. I'm just waiting for that part. I'm waiting for it to come down because we're into OTAs now. And there are multiple teams in the NFL that I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. I don't know what the Panthers are doing. I don't know what the Seahawks are doing. I don't know who Baker Mayfield is going to play for. It, it's crazy to me that he's not the QB one on the team right now. Yeah. I don't understand that. I don't know what Cleveland's doing. 
I mean, they're talking in Seattle about because Drew Locke was part of the trade for Russell Wilson. They're talking about Geno Smith. I'm seeing reports in Seattle that Geno Smith is about to beat Drew Locke for the starting position, which, yeah, shout out to me. I don't know if that was lost tapes or not. I, I called that. I'd rather start Geno Smith. I think I'm going to go with Baker's going to eventually end up in this with the Saints. And the reason. Ball, ball, ball. No. Jameis? You're hearing about Jameis? Baker is better than Jameis, yes. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh, he is. He is. Dude, Pat, stop. Pat, Pat. This bit is run for too long. Aaron Rodgers has a has a fucking has a, has an emergency press conference tomorrow. He says, "I'm retiring," and then this the the Saints cut Jameis and the Browns cut Baker Mayfield. You 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 would rather the Packers have Jameis than Baker? Yeah, yeah. You you are so okay. You're taking this bit, Pat. Pat does this though. Pat will have a bit, and he gets so tied up in his fucking his this this take or this bit that like it starts to become reality. It is real. There's no way. I went to the Packers game versus the Browns this year, and Baker was horrible. I saw Baker firsthand. Baker was fucking injured all year. So because so so because Pat has a sample size of one game. What was that week three? I don't know, but a sample uh, size of one game determines whether or not Pat wants him as, as his quarterback. Yes, that's all I needed. I can show you 50 games why Jameis shouldn't be your quarterback. <laughs> I can, I mean, his entertainment value is so high. I would be, we're going to lose either way with either of them, so it doesn't matter. So I'll take Jameis. His entertainment value is so high. That interview he just had where he's like, yeah, I like playing football was absolutely hilarious. One of the funniest clips I've ever seen. It was hysterical. Did you guys see that? Yeah, he's dude. He's a sweetheart. He he holds he holds this comedic place in all of our hearts. We're talking about like under center making no, decisions and winning uh, games. I honestly think he's he he might be actually retarded. There's a chance. <laughs> when I was watching that interview, he sounds like Forrest Gump. That's exactly who he sounds like. No, he sounds like Bubba. Who's Bubba? Forrest Gump. What do you? Uh, no, Forrest Gump's best friend. Who died in the war? Yeah, I've only seen Forrest Gump one time, and then I was like, "Yeah, it's, hey, it's not a good movie." movie so movie. I was like, "Yeah." I've Speaking never of quarterbacks that'll never start again, uh, Blake Bortles just bought a two million dollar property in Ponte Vedra. My sweet boy has come home. Finally. Yeah. Could you? Can you feel something different around the city? Like, does everybody in the city? Does like the sun come out, and everyone's just like, "Man, like." Something fucking feels different. Yeah, it's because Blake's home. Yeah, dude, so. they interviewed him on the golf course where he was just fucking around. They're like, "What are your football aspirations? Like, where would you want to play?" He's like, "Ah, uh, you know, like anywhere, I guess." But if football doesn't work out, then you know, I'll, I'll just golf and then uh, I don't know, do something else, I guess. Like whatever. Blake's yeah, home. He How came. Much money are you make in the NFL? Because how long can he live? Oh, uh, we gave him a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I a guess 90, he's been saving it. It's like a ninety million dollar contract. Not ninety, but it was more than it should have been. I think it was fifty-five. I'm not um, thinking what I want, Blake or uh, Baker. It's a tough call. Come on, dude. Blaker games. Blaker mortals. Games. To win games, I would want Baker, but just for the entertainment value, I'd prefer both Blake. 
Okay, what about Blake versus Jameis? I'd have to take Jameis there. I mean, you want to talk about track record of the three of them, Blake Blake made it farther than Baker and Jameis. He should have been in the Super Bowl, that's a fact. That's right. Miles Jack wasn't down. Um I had I had one other draft note that I wanted to hit up real quick. Did you guys see this this thing that came out about Cole, Cole Strange, the Patriots first round pick? No. It was like it was like yesterday or the, or the day before. I just read an article about it. Cole Strange. So did you guys saw on draft day when like Sean McVay was like basically making fun of like the Patriots for taking that pick and he was like, Oh, like I can't believe that we like spent all that time like scouting him to be our four, like our fourth round pick. And the Patriots go and take him like twenty eighth overall. Yeah, I no, saw that. That's going to be a big mistake. Well, Cole also the Rams, the Rams claiming, oh, he would be our fourth round pick. Like the theory of relativity says that that's their first round pick. That's true. That's actually yeah, a good the Rams point. don't give a fuck about draft picks and don't have any to begin with. But but so, to reel it back in though. Cole Strange, though, he literally – like this thing came out. He literally thought that his friends were fucking with him on the phone when he was talking to the Patriots. Really? That yeah. Nice. Yeah, he was like – he was like, is this – he's like, is this real? He's like, is this – you're like, Jimmy, is this you? Like, you're fucking with me? He had like, no – it wasn't even on his radar that he was going to go in the first round. So. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just thought that yeah, was really funny. Get the bread. I got that loaf. Yeah. Um – what else? Are the other other NFL notes that I have. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk quick. Fuck, we've only got a couple of minutes. We might have to save this for next week. Actually, yeah, let's save schedule talk for next time we get on together in fucking August. Yeah, um, yeah seventeen and That's what I saw. Well, I was looking more like primetime games. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll just have some quick hitters real quick. The Jags got the Hall of Fame game. That's pretty sick. Yeah, that game matters. <laughs> but <laughs> everyone watches that. It has big playoff implications. We're gonna get to see CJ CJ Beathard. Yeah, cool, dude. You know what's fucked up is when we're talking about the Jags prime time. I'm literally just sitting here like, well, at least we're not playing the Titans again on Thursday night. <laughs> that Titans Jags game, like probably like 2017 or something on Thursday night, Blake balled out. It was one of the. I think he threw like five touchdown passes. It was one of the best games in Blake. There's been some great ones. I went to the the Minshew premiere against Tennessee here at home when we beat them. Oh, yeah, that was a famous game where Billy – I'm tired of the annual tradition of, like, the Thursday night Jags-Titans game every year, and it used to be we wore those god-awful fucking spicy brown mustard jerseys. It became the NFL equivalent of – Going to work hung over the day after the Super Bowl. It was like, mm-hmm. nobody cares about what happens today. Like, it's just another fucking day on the calendar. Fuck it. Like, I, I'm i sitting here like, thank God we get to have a, a rousing game against the Jets <laughs> on Thursday night. Yeah. Dude, that's that, that game that you were talking about, though, wasn't that – that was also the game where you broke Billy's NFL cherry and he, like, didn't know, like, what to do at an NFL game? Like, it started raining and – Oh, yeah, yeah, when I ran into Looney. Yeah. <laughs> That was so funny. He he came and found found us at our seats. He's like, "Dude, it's raining. What do we do?" I was like, "I don't know. What do you What do you mean?" I was like, "I'm gonna sit here." I was like, "I still have beer." <laughs> yeah, start 
hammer and beers, dude. That's what you know. Yeah. All right, fellas, let's take a let's take a bongo break and let's get into some fucking game show. Our last segment of the night, getting some game show. Yes. All, all right. right, fellas, we're all back. I feel like we haven't done a fucking game show in like what feels like forever. I feel like the last one we literally did was with was with Alex before he left for deployment. Might have been when we did the uh, the quarterback college one. This one is going to be much more even evenly matched because you guys are going to have equal, I think, level of knowledge on what's taking place here. So this game show was inspired by, well, one, it was inspired by Pat. Uh, the other part of it was inspired by Caleb. Caleb sent me a, a graphic that he had seen on Twitter. Um, and that, that graphic was, it, it inspired me to look up uh, NFL arrests. And it's, it's partly in, inspired by Pat because one of Pat's favorite things on planet earth is busting my balls about every time the Chiefs, a Chiefs player is in the news at all for any sort of like domestic violence or any sort of criminal activity. Yeah, well, somebody's got a report on it, you know, like the yeah. media covers it up. But are we guessing teams here or something? Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs. So we're doing. So we're doing. <laughs> so we're doing. Uh, it's kind of a throwback point style. So here's how points are going to work. So in front of me, I have all 32 NFL organizations. And I have the number of arrests that, they, that they've had since two, this goes back to 2000. Okay. So okay. over the last, this is 22 years of data. And I, this is courtesy of NFL arrest.com. And <laughs> that didn't seem credible to me. So I cross-referenced it with the USA today actually also keeps a database, which is a little bit more current. So this goes back to, I do want to throw out, that Jerry Judy is the most recent NFL arrest. Okay. There's going to be a bonus point for if you can, because when I went, when I wrote all this down, there's one team that is not in the top five or the bottom five that has the next most recent. So if you, if you stumble, if you stumble across that team, even if it's on accident, you're going to get a bonus point. And then if you can name that player, you'll get another bonus point. So the traditional points is going to work just like it has in the past. If you can name the number one. So actually, there's two teams that are, that are tied for number one. So if you can get either one of those two teams, you'll get five. And then it'll drop to three, two. And then there's two teams that are tied for fifth place. So there's, those are one point each. Okay. Now, okay. on the other end of it, if you want to guess teams – that are in the bottom five, it'll it'll work in reverse order. So you'll you'll get five points for the team that has the least amount of arrests, and then vice versa, working right. working its way back up. So, with that it's being said, we have a tiebreaker. Yeah. What player since two thousand with ten arrests has the most the most arrests in the NFL? I hit Austin with this one earlier, and he got it right away. Since 2000? That's what's going to hurt me. Since 2000. And, and once you guys hear this, it is, it's going to make so much sense. Can I go with Ray Lewis? It is not Ray Lewis. And this is open floor here, so there is no back and forth. Just if you... I, almost, I almost went Ray Lewis, but it seems too obvious. Well, Ray Lewis just has the one famous one. 
You got to think of who has had the most. This guy's had. He's been arrested. I mean, I, I honestly, my my gut goes Justin Blackman, but that seems too favored towards me. Justin Blackman wasn't in, wasn't even in the top five. Can we get a decade this guy played in? He played in multiple decades. Okay. So probably early or late 2000s, early 2010 guy. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys continue to struggle, I'll, I'll, I'll start laying on some, some more hints. Can you, can you tell us not specifically the charge, but <laughs> it's, it's a variety of charges. Fans at home are probably thinking thinking the same thing. I'm sure there's a few. I'm sure there's a few listeners that have already got a name. All right, first hint: the team that this guy is most known for playing for is the Tennessee Titans. He's also known. He also had a stint for a while with the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm gonna look up where he went to. I, I'm pretty sure I know where he went to college. But I just need to verify it before I actually. I'm not an AFC guy. I'm not a Titans guy. I fucking hate the Titans. <laughs> That's why I figured you would have had this one queued up in your memory bank. Did he play defense or offense? He was on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, oh, God damn it. God damn it. Okay, I was I was right about the college. Uh, he was a first. He was a first round draft pick to the Titans, out it's, of um, West Virginia. Fuck. I don't want to describe him because Pat's gonna take it from me. I can't think of a single defensive player on the Titans or Bengals from like the 2010, like around. And he right. retired. He retired as a Raider. I don't. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, the next hint is you don't have to give me his his actual first name. But he has a very famous nickname. Yeah, I'm completely drawing a blank. Crying the out. only, the only other, I mean, I, I just, I just remember like for several years, this guy being in the news for several years, every, like every off season, getting into something and being arrested for something. No, it's I, I just, I mean, for the sake of any, I, I'm forgetting his name, Pat. He's talking about that. Uh, Defensive back that was just fucking everybody up. Oh, Pac-Man Jones. Pat, congratulations! Yeah. You win the you win the coin oh, toss. It damn was it, Adam. I was thinking D lineman for some reason. I kept thinking D lineman. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, so the Titans had like three different guys that were in the top five. Oh, that'll help us in this next uh, part then. Well, they're a, they're a garbage organization with uh, <laughs> a, a terrible. I mean, their stadium has gone viral in the past month for being just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Have you guys seen the pictures from Nissan Stadium? No. No, I haven't. Going up the stairs to the stands, there are cracks so wide in the middle of staircase that you could fall in and die. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a shithole. All right, let's get into the game, though, Pat. But it's Tennessee, so what, what do you expect? Let's get into the actual game show, though, because that took way longer for the coin toss than I, than, than I thought. Um, all right, Pat. Go ahead and let her rip. We've got we've got six teams 
that are worth points in the top five. And we've got five teams in, in the bottom five. And once again, if you stumble across the team, not not counting Jerry Judy, but the second most most recent, if you can get the team. Do you have to designate top or bottom five? I would prefer it, but if you somehow okay. stumble ass backwards into it, I'll give it to you. All right. All right, I'll take the uh, top five. I'll take the Chiefs. The Chiefs are worth two points. The Chiefs are number Let's four go. since Let's 2000. Go. With forty with forty arrests, Pat, that gives you two points out of the total this available. Feel like since twenty ten, they're probably number one. This is since two thousand. <laughs> All right, uh, if I'm up since the year two thousand, I'm also going to be uh, making a run at the top five category here. Uh, can I get the Baltimore Ravens, please? The Baltimore Ravens were actually kind of middle of the pack. Bullshit. With thirty cover-up. With thirty arrests. I think the Ravens are just notable for like they've had like really famous arrests, but not necessarily quantity. Yeah, the Rays. <laughs> the, both, both the Rays. All right, I'll take the um, in the top five, the Las Vegas slash Oakland Raiders. The Las actually closer That's to the bottom. The Raiders the Raiders surprisingly were actually towards the bottom of this list. Yeah, with 25. Yeah, all right. Shocking. Uh, I'm going to make a pivot here from teams that we know have a reputation to cities that we know have a reputation. So I'm going to go Miami Dolphins. You guys are sticking around the middle of the pack here. Miami, they were about five off. They're at 34. Yeah, I can only think of a few a few arrests for the pack, maybe like ten at most. So I'm gonna go with the pack in the bottom half or the bottom five. While the pack were towards the bottom half of the league, they're actually they're, they're at 28, so they're just behind. They're only two behind Baltimore. So no no points for the pack. Beef. All right, uh, let's go Pittsburgh Steelers in the top. Pittsburgh was actually tied with the Ravens at 30. What the fuck? The, num- the, 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 the number one uh, team is very is very surprising, in my opinion. Want to go with the Philadelphia Eagles? Mm. For the top or the bottom? I'm going to go for the top. Yeah. Pat, congratulations. You get two points. But the Philadelphia Eagles are actually the fourth lowest in the NFL, yeah. with okay, with, well, just 21, with just twenty one with just twenty one. Some kind of conspiracy. <laughs> I thought that was going to be like number one. All right, I got to start thinking outside the box here. All right, let's go. Let me get the uh, the Denver Broncos. Beef. With the Jerry Judy arrest, it moves the Broncos from number two to tied with the Vikings for number one. So that is five points for Beef. Beef, you take the lead. Wait, wait, five you just gave, I, gotta, I, I take the other one away. 
Can I, can I take the Vikings? No, you can't. I just fucked that up. My bad. For some, <laughs> for some oh, reason, no, I would have never, I would have never guessed the Vikings. I'm, I'm actually kind of, I'm actually kind of, I'm actually kind of glad that I just fucked that up because yeah, we would have, we would have been sitting here forever. You guys guessing the Vikings. So instead, yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna give you guys each two points for the Vikings. Congratulations! I'll give myself five points for the Vikings. Actually, all right. There, I get no, five, no. I get five points just in case Pat doesn't pass me. Nice, good job. So yes, the yeah. So spoiler alert: the Vikings are number one. An overwhelming majority of those were DUIs. <laughs> How do you get pulled over for a DUI? Well, I guess it could happen anywhere, not just in Minnesota. That's what fucks this up is because these guys never get arrested in the city they play in. Yeah, I think I don't remember the exact number, but it was like eighty percent of the arrests are not during the season. Right, and never. Well, yeah, like you said, not during the season, but never where they play. So, I mean, the – yeah, anyway. All right, so the Vikings, the Broncos, and the Chiefs are all off the board. There's still three more teams left in the in the top five, four left in the bottom five. All right, we're going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Pat, good job. That's number th- that's number three, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, a little bit of a drop-off there. They're, they're at 50 overall. So, Pat, congratulations. You just passed me. You're up seven That's to five. More than two arrests a year. Also, I'm pretty sure Pac-Man Jones contributed to like five of those for the Bengals. Uh, my next pick, I'm gonna go uh, with the uh, the goddamn Jets. This feels like a goddamn Jets maneuver. The goddamn Jets are actually towards the bottom. They all they almost crept into the bottom five. Wow. Back to you, Pat. All right, I'm going to go with the uh, Patriots in the bottom. That was my next guess. Ooh, good. That was, a, that was a good guess. The Patriots were just below the Jets at 24. Patrick Chung probably uh, contributed to that. At least one. Big Coke guy. <laughs> I was going to say, I can think of a, a couple. I can think of a certain defensive player and a certain tight end. That might have bumped those numbers up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Does Aaron Hernandez count for like every? Is it just the one blanket arrest, or does it is is each crime? I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking famous arrests. Um, All right, gotta keep thinking out of the box here. I got points with the Broncos. The team, okay. the, the team. A- I'll give you guys a hint because it's it's only. Well, I guess it is a five pointer, so I don't I don't want to actually give you a, a mega hint. But if we if, if it comes down to it all, all right. If we're going in the classic arrest pool here, let's go uh, Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills were one spot away from getting into the bottom five. Wow! At twenty at twenty three arrests since two thousand. Damn. Basically one per year. All right, I'm going to jump over to the other coast and go with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Um, we're still we're still kind of sniffing around middle. Of, actually, you know what? The Seahawks were pretty high up there. They didn't make the cut, but they had 34. Uh, I was thinking they were going to be pretty low. Russ runs a tight ship. I actually listened to an interview with Russ today. I might be a Russ guy now. No way. Oh, we, I don't want. I don't, don't want to get. I don't want to get in the rabbit hole. I don't want to get. Yeah, in the I don't want to hear that. Beef. 
Uh, I'm just going to get it out of the way. Let's go with the Jags. You get, you do get one point for the Jags. The Jags were tied. I'm not going to, not going to fuck up again and say the team, but they were tied with somebody. In the top? In the top, yes. That's <laughs> with, right. With 39. That's right. If we're going to be on the board, we're going to be having the most. Dirty Duval. The most criminals. <laughs> Wait, B, did you select the Titans yet? Um, no, I did not select the Titans yet. All right, I'll take the Titans. And Titans are not in there. Just say, uh, um, hmm. all right, I'm going to head back down towards the bottom. The Titans were two, they were two away. Actually, numbers wise, they were, they were one away from cracking the top five, one arrest away. I'm going to go back down towards the bottom and I'm going to go just numbers game here. Let's go Panthers. The Panthers. 25, not even close on either. They were about as middle of the road as you could possibly get. Damn. All right, I'm going to go with the uh, St. Louis slash L.A. Rams. These For lowest or highest? Um, either. <laughs> well, congratulations, Pat. That was, a, that, was a, that was a good lucky pick. The, the St. Louis slash L.A. Rams are a four-pointer. For the bottom, they're the second least arrested team. That's horseshit. Let's go. That, that was horseshit. huge. That was huge. Pat, you're up eleven to six. Let's All go. right. All right. Give me the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals, middle of the road team, twenty eight, no points. Back to you, Pat. God damn it. All right, I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to lean on the top end for this one. Tampa Bay also one arrest tied with – who was that? Tied with Tennessee. They were one arrest away from cracking cracking into points. Back to you, B. Got to get those numbers up. Still, nobody has stumbled across the Daily Double yet for the most, the most recent. All right, let's go. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, what am I even thinking? Let's go with the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are a three-pointer. Good job, Beef. One, two, three. On the low end? On the low end. They are the third Wait, least have we, arrested we've team. We've cleared out the entire top five. There is one, there is one more one-pointer left. They're tied with the Jags for fifth. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh... – San Diego slash L.A. Chargers. It's pretty easy to get in trouble down in San Diego. There's a lot going on down there. Yeah, just not as much as any other major city because they were not in either. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me uh let me go ahead and pull the uh, NFC North off the board. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. Beef, congratulations. They are not in the top or the bottom, but they are the daily double team. For this round. So you do get a point for the Chicago Bears. You get one extra point because outside of the Jerry Judy incident that just happened, they had the most recent arrest. Can you name the, the player that was most recently arrested? I'll give you I'll give you one hint because it's kind of it's kind of an unfair thing. He has not yet. No, I already know who it is. Okay. It was Mike Glennon for robbing the city of Chicago. <laughs> 
Would you like a real guess? <laughs> no, I have no fucking idea. It is ironically. Can, you, can I get? Do I get the point? Oh, if you want to steal, yes, I will allow a steal here. And since Beef didn't want to listen to my hint, would you like to listen to the hint? Absolutely. He has not yet played a game for the Bears. Yeah, I have no clue, dude. He is former <laughs> Kansas City Chief Byron Pringle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. What was he arrested for? Uh, reckless driving. I think the report that I read was like, dude, it's oh, so funny. God. Dude, also – for the listeners, if you go on this USA Today like NFL arrest database, it like describes the case in, in the database. And some of them are some of them are kind of sad to read, but some of them are fucking hilarious. Like the the Byron Pringle one was like he was like doing donuts on like some like city street. Wow. All right, back to you, Pat. It is eleven. Pat, you have eleven. Beef, you have ten. It's a tight race. We have one, two. Three left on the board. One of them is a five-pointer. So whoever gets this five-pointer basically wins it. It's a lot of pressure. It's the least arrested team in the NFL. And if you and if you think outside of the box, this makes a lot of sense. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Pat, congratulations. Fuck. You have not won the game. You get one point for the Cleveland Browns. They That's were tough. they were the team that was tied with the Jags for. So that is all of the top. So there's two remaining bottoms. There is the the fifth least arrested team and the mo- and the and the number one least arrested team. All right. One is surprising, the other is not that surprising if you if you if you think critically about it. All right. I'm up. You're up, Beef. You're going to hit a grand slam here? I'm going to pick Russell's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Not the Dallas Cowboys. They had 27. Back to you, Pat. Not my Dallas Cowboys. My Denver Broncos, though, were tied for one. Thank you, Jerry Judy. And Melvin Ingram and and uh, uh, Swag Kelly and everybody else. <laughs> if, the, if the team changed its name – does that count as its former team name as well? It's the organization, so yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was thinking outside of the box there because that's what you were asking. Oh, okay. Stop no, no, fishing. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to lead you astray. Also, just to save us some time, it's not. It's not Washington. Okay. All right, I'm running off the Giants. Very good guess. The Giants were one away from being in the least arrested team. Damn. Plexico Burst fucked that one up. <laughs> Back to you, Beef. Not a lot of teams left. There's only one, two, three. There's only five teams that you guys haven't named. So one of you guys is going to get lucky and just stumble upon this shit. Yeah, we're pretty good at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have my hand on right. the buzzer because we're kind of we're good on time-ish. Yeah, let's go Houston Texans. Why would you say the Houston Texans? Why? Yeah, is there is there is there any? I'm just wondering. Is there any thought behind that as to why you think? Well, I mean, it would be the same line of thought as the Panthers, as them being a younger organization. But we're going since 
What year? 2000. No, oh, well then, yeah, whatever. I yeah. mean, also, whatever, we're just naming ones that are left. I don't fucking know. Texans. Oh, well, yes, the Texans. Congratulations, Beef. You win trivia this week. A come-from-behind victory. The <laughs> Texans are the least arrested team, and it makes sense. They've only been an organization since 2002. So they are working with two two less years of data points than any other team. Yeah, that's a good pick. I honestly totally forgot they were a team. So, yeah, that was a good pick. They're basically not. Also, yeah. Deshaun Watson was was never arrested. So, Yeah, could we add 22 to that? Or? <laughs> 24 or whatever, whatever the number is. <laughs> It's funny. I, I think even if you add that, they still don't. They still don't even come close to the top five. They've only had sixteen arrests in their organization's history. Yeah, but if you add allegations, the whole board shifts up. Yeah, it is crazy though, and we could take a we could take like a deep dive in it. Also, just as an honorable mention, uh, the one pointer for the bottom five. You guys want to take any any last second stabs at it? It doesn't matter at this point, but. Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Nobody said Indy yet. They were actually towards the top. That's pretty shocking. Yeah, that makes sense though. Pat Pat McAfee. Um, that's all I can think of actually. Was he arrested? Yeah, he was arrested. Oh yeah. For what? He drunk. got drunk and jumped in a lake. Yeah. Oh nice. Done that before. Hey, yeah, dude. Haven't you ever watched the the Uncaged stand up special? He tells the whole story about it. It's actually not that funny. There's a lot better stand-ups to watch. Yeah, I'd imagine it's probably not that funny. It's funny from like the from like the aspect of like hearing an NFL player like talk about like behind the scenes NFL shit. And it's like it's anyway. The Atlanta Falcons were surprisingly one of the least arrested teams. Wow, when we eliminated the top five, I just dismissed Atlanta. But yeah, shout out. Shout out Caleb for uh, inspiring that one. I'm, I'm glad that you guys didn't see the same Twitter graphic. Once again, I apologize for uh, losing my fucking mind there for a second and giving up the Minnesota Vikings. But I also feel like the Vikings would have never been picked. No, we'd be sitting here right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So final score, um, Pat, you ended up with 11. Beef, you ended up with 15. I ended up with five for the Vikings pick. That was, that was a pretty solid game. Beef had a solid come from behind win there. A lot of respect for the tenacity that took. Um, I crumbled. Hey, that's the yeah. only way that I come. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah. So I forget where I was going with this. Anyway, congratulations, Beef Pat. You're back on your. You're back on your fucking eating. You're eating your fucking humble pie. That's because I'm off my high horse. That's why. That's true. I just made that joke in front of my girlfriend, and I'm glad she wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm on Reddit. Yeah, just keep being on Reddit. We're done anyway. This is the fuck. It looks pretty solid. Yeah. These are just the close. These are just like the closing statements, basically. Credits are basically rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch Winning Time. Winning time, phenomenal. It's it's. There's just one season of it. Oh, I also would be remiss if I didn't bring up beef. You wanted to wait until Ozark was totally done to watch Ozark. It's done. So we just. I just restarted it with uh, Mrs. Beef here, and uh, yeah, we're like 
how far into season one are we? I don't know. I'm not super hooked on it. I'll be honest. That's wild because I was hooked on Ozark from the jump. Should we? I, I respect that. that too. I like it. I like it, but like I don't know. Should we keep powering through? Does it just get better? Like it gets. It, it it's. I don't like comparing things to Breaking Bad because I feel like people do that all too often. See, Breaking Bad, I could never get even four in. I, I was I always like. like Wait, if you didn't like Breaking Bad, you're definitely not going to like Ozark. Because Ozark's like a shittier version of Breaking Bad. I tried to like Breaking Bad, and I, I never made it like... I made. I think I maxed out three hours in. I was like, this show's stupid. That's wild, because yeah, I was I was way hooked on Ozark, definitely, like my three episodes in. Dude, Breaking Bad's a great show. Yeah. So everybody says, and then when I tell people I couldn't get into it, they're like, oh, if you make it through a season or two, it's good. I'm like... That, dude, that is so. That dude, that is so not the case with with. with oh, first of all, that's not the case with Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad's a phenomenal fucking show. <laughs> just, just keep watching Ozark, dude. It gets it gets better. And the, the 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 comp, the ultimate comp that I was gonna make is that they're like redeeming endings. Like at the ending of the thing that made Breaking Bad so good was the ending of Breaking Bad was was great. And that's how I felt about Ozark. It was like when it was over, it was like, oh fuck yeah, like I'm. That was a great ending to that fucking show. Oh, good. I'm sure in 70 hours it'll pay off. I'm well, not a huge Ozark guy, so I'm not going to say it's the greatest show ever. It's a decent show. It's a pretty good show. We'll see. I'm either going to get into it or, I mean, the final season of Peaky Blinders is going to come out in a few weeks. So <laughs> Yeah. We'll finish that in a day, though. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to our bullshit for an hour and a half. Uh, we'll try not to go fucking three months before the next recording. It's the PBR Sports Podcast.